Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. This question comes from Nay in Ecuador. Nay asks, I've been thinking of creating a real estate investment organization. We don't really have them in Latin America. Is there a blueprint to do this? Well, Nay, this is a great question. In fact, it's large enough a question. I'm going to answer it over two episodes. On today's show, we're going to talk about the structure for such a real estate investors organization. And on tomorrow's show, I'll give you an entire year's worth of ideas for the types of speakers you might want to invite to speak at your events. The beauty of real estate investing is that it can be done almost globally. And from previous conversations you and I have had, I have a sense that the state of maturity of the real estate industry in Ecuador has a lot of potential for growth compared to what we have here in North America. I applaud you for taking the initiative to organize the industry. That's a smart move. There's many different business models for these types of organizations. The approach you take depends a little bit on the goals that you have for the organization and who you want to attract as members. Even here in North America, they vary widely. Some real estate investment clubs are distinctly for-profit ventures where the goal for the club is to provide education for the members and to turn income through the membership dues and events for the organizers. The second type of club that I'm familiar with is a more nonprofit club where there is a club membership fee, but the purpose of the membership fee is simply to sustain the club. And finally, there's another for-profit model which is centered around high-value events that have a cost associated with them, and there's a range of membership levels that people can add after the events. The choice of which model to use depends a little on who your target audience is and their level of sophistication and how you plan to attract members to join. I've participated in a wide variety of these types of organizations, and I also play a leadership role as president of the Ottawa Real Estate Investors Organization. This is a local club with about 400 members. I'm going to give you a few examples that span the spectrum of these objectives. You could start with a very small, exclusive club that's centered around existing, established investors that share a common interest. For example, you could create an organization that's designed to play a role in influencing government policy around landlord-tenant regulations. It could be made up of some of the largest landlords in your community. You might include a prominent law firm as part of the core leadership team. You might try to pull together an organization, say, of local builders for a similar purpose. The benefit of this type of organization is that you have instant credibility with the members who aspire to be associated with the largest established players. You want to get clear on the value proposition for the members. Why would a major builder want to join? What benefit would they get from membership? Once you're clear on the value of the membership, you can price the membership accordingly. For example, if participation enables best practices that can save millions for its members, then spending a few thousands or tens of thousands a year is an easy choice but the value proposition needs to be really clear or members will not join. Of course, anything you do involving players that could be seen as having a dominant position must be done carefully. You don't want to run afoul of monopoly regulations. You could go to the other end of the spectrum and focus on rookie investors who own one or two rental properties, or perhaps they might be contemplating purchasing their first rental property. You probably want to set a lower barrier to entry. The membership cost might be similar to the cost of a single meal on a monthly basis. The key in both cases is to ensure that what you're proposing doesn't come across as a thinly veiled sales pitch. If too much energy goes into the recruiting of new members and not enough energy goes towards delivering value, you will get members to join, but they won't stay. Initially, you can deliver value by curating information and inviting experts to come and speak at your events. 
the best-run events set very clear constraints on the invited speakers. In some cases, they allow speakers to sell their products and services from stage, and the organizer takes a sales commission, sometimes as high as 50%, of the products sold in exchange for giving access to the audience. Now, I'm personally not a fan of that model, and while that model exists widely throughout the industry, I consider it to be an abuse of your members. These types of organizations rarely last. Eventually, the members figure out what's happening, and they feel abused and they go elsewhere. I prefer a model where speakers do not sell from stage. Their role is strictly to provide education and to add value, and what they get in exchange is increased visibility and exposure to potential clients. Those in the audience who choose to do business with the experts from stage, they can do so, and your job as organizers to make sure that the people on the stage are of the highest quality. One bad actor on stage can damage your reputation. And finally, you can combine the model with special events like conferences, where you bring in celebrities aimed at attracting a large audience to the event, and use the event as a way of creating a relationship with the audience members with the hope of translating a single event into recurring membership. You can associate the club with an online media presence. So, for example, you could partner with one of the reality TV shows, say on Home Improvement, or perhaps a podcast where the show serves as a pathway to promoting people to join the club. All of these business models are perfectly legitimate. The only rule that I consider essential is that whatever you do, make sure you deliver far more value back to the members than you're extracting in fees. I want to thank you, Nate, for a great question. And come back tomorrow, we're going to talk about an entire year's worth of ideas for how you might schedule events for a new club. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.